Welcome everybody to episode 6 of the Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, video games, and television. I'm your host, Matt. Along with me are my co-hosts. First, we've got Drew. Hey guys, what's up? And our other co-host, Tommy. Wub-a-dub-dub. Well, we are back, and you know what's exciting? Last week, we talked a lot about video games. And the week before that, we talked a lot about video games. And one of the things we talked about was how much we really liked the NES Classic, and they didn't make a lot of them, and then they discontinued. And we had, you know, there's been rumors that they're doing a Super NES Classic, and we talked about it last week. And after we recorded, they finally came out and confirmed that they are doing a Super NES Classic and it is going to come out September 29th, and it's going to cost 80 bucks. But along with um, them for sure confirming that it's happening, we also got a list of the games. Uh, did y'all get a chance to? Did y'all see all the games that are coming out for it? Yeah, I, I got to see it. It looks like a great list. Um, I'm pretty sure Earthbound's on there, mm-hmm. which is which I've got the list I here. I can I can read through it real quick if y'all want. Um, the big ones, uh, Contra 3, which I know is a big classic. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, which was awesome. I remember playing that. Earthbound, which I've always wanted to play. Uh, Final Fantasy 3, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dreamland, uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, Mega Man X, which is awesome, uh, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, which has never been released before. So it, it, Star Fox 2 apparently is one of these, like, well-known games that right before the N64 came out um, it was supposed to come out that year before and it was a completely finished game supposedly but they decided whoever was in charge over at Nintendo decided they needed to be focusing on the N64 and everything 3D and so this game which was done has never been released before Um, I think there's some ROMs and stuff and that 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 are like emulators that are out there that that people have played but this is like the first official time that Star Fox 2 has ever been released which I think that's that's pretty cool that they've done that yeah I um, heard that one of the reasons evidently they didn't release it was the PlayStation had come out at that point or had just released and they were getting ready for the N64 and you know the graphics of that time had really started going 3D and Star Fox probably was one of the first 3D games ever but the the polygon 3D stuff it was doing just looked horrible compared to what was coming out at that time so they thought it was gonna you know make the game not sell because people were looking at it and they're like well look at what these guys are doing and all you can do is these triangle shaped ships that you kinda can do but I think it's exciting Star Fox is awesome mm-hmm. so more Star Fox games we can get that doesn't involve dinosaurs is better that's my opinion I like you know, the Star Fox with the dinosaurs, but that's just me. I'm I'm happy that we're finally getting Star Fox 2. Uh, I'm sad, though, that E.T. didn't make it onto this <laughs> list. Oh, man, dude. Oh, gosh. That would be hilarious. That the What considered the worst game ever created. Does that? anyone remember when the uh, giant stockpile of oh, yeah. copies of E.T. randomly surfaced out in the middle of the desert? Oh, yeah, because there was rumors that they literally just dumped all of them in like, a, they masker, like a mask grave. I think Microsoft <laughs> mask grave. And like, there was all these rumors, and I remember, it was, I remember that. I think it was when I was still in college or maybe even high school. They, they legitimately found unearthed like all of the ETs that they buried, mm-hmm. so it was true. I feel like they did a documentary on... Do, do, documentary. documentary. It's been a long day, guys. <laughs> Let me show um, you my documentary. <laughs> I think they did a film, and Microsoft may too. have been behind it about that. And the only reason I say Microsoft may have been behind part of it is because Major Nelson, so if you follow Microsoft, he's like one of their PR guys. 
Sounds like uh, a cartoon character. He does. Uh, but he he did this like he he did this whole thing about it, and maybe he's just a big. I mean, he is a video game nerd. That's the way he does for a living. But uh, you know, who knows, yeah. man? I it yeah. I, I'm with you, Tommy. I think they they missed an opportunity to at least just throw it in there, um, just for fun. The last Dixie few games Eagles. that are on there, we've got Street Fighter Two Turbo Hyper Fighting, we've got Super Castlevania Four, Super Goals and Ghosts, Goals um, and Ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, The Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, lots of Super games, and finally Yoshi's Island. So, oh yeah, overall, a solid game list to be honest. Like, oh, and the other big thing I don't know if you heard, like it seems like they just did a better job with this one than the NES Classic, and not that they did a bad job with the NES Classic, but. They oh no, included, no, they, they did a bad job with the NES well, Classic, at least or, making well, and distributing. Well, as far as distribution, but Nintendo, may, I can't tell if they just don't know how distribution works or they just No, they're care. geniuses. They are absolute geniuses at creating supply and demand and then ruining our wallets. That's true. Because yeah, I'm still not convinced the next time I see a Switch, I'm not just going to be like, because mm. I haven't found one. Like I thought the other day, I was like, we keep talking about all of us wanting to get one. I don't know if I could even find one. I've not seen one any store. There was one in Target the last time I was in there, like a couple weeks ago, and I was I, gonna say I, they got a couple in our town. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, I, the thing I was gonna say is I think they've done a great job because the game lineup is solid; it covers almost everything. When I think about the Super Nintendo, um, it looks cool. And then the other thing that they've done that they didn't do with the NES Classic was they're bundling two controllers into it. So, like for instance, the NES Classic was hard to get even harder to get another controller for it if you wanted to play two players and they were like third party stuff you could do anything else but it's nice to see when you buy this one it's a little bit more expensive uh this time around too i don't think it's much more but uh that you get another controller so you can play some of those games like super uh like street fighters and stuff like that because i remember being a kid playing street fighters on the super nes and stuff like that it was so much fun um Mm -hmm. so oh yeah it's exciting so i think we all agree the game list looks awesome we're happy that you know, they. I think they've come out. Nintendo's come out and said that they that the problem with the amount uh that they made for the first NES Classic that that won't be an issue with this. Um, something else I heard, and I've only heard this in one place. I was listening to an a, another podcast I like about video games, and they had said that they were just in um a game their local game store and and uh he had just kind of mentioned the cla- the NES Super NES Classic and kind of was making fun of the NES Classic and according to that person at the at the his local game store that what the actual NES cl- uh, Classic was was they had a ton of extra Wii parts just in a warehouses and stuff and the NES Classic and the, I'm assuming the Super NES Classic are basically running the same um, like uh, emulator stuff that the Wii does, and so it literally was them just clearing out warehouses and building something, like throwing something together, together to resell. Genius, which makes genius, which makes a lot of sense because one, I mean, if you've got all these parts, that's a great way of using it. But it would also explain why they didn't have that many of them made because they probably just threw something together and sold it, and people ended up really wanting it. Now, I've not seen that anywhere else. I just heard it on a podcast, and they even said there's no real way of knowing for sure if that guy knew what he was talking about. But yeah. 
it I mean, makes I sense. doubt that Nintendo's going to come out and verify such a claim. Yeah, we kind of oh, like yeah, no. did this halfway. We had the stuff. We thought, hey, we could use some more money. So we put two <laughs> together and then... But if that is the case, it makes a lot of sense and would explain why Nintendo... Because, yes, they, they are geniuses and, you know, doing the whole... Um, you know, limiting the amount of consoles they make, but with the NES, it seemed like a whole another level. So that would make yeah. more sense of that. So there you go, classic NES, Super NES is coming out. If you're excited, we're excited. Go get one. Shouldn't be as hard to find. Um, some other stuff that happened this week. We got a lot of new trailers. We got three major trailers that came out this week. Um, the first one I kind of want to touch on, and I, I don't know if y'all saw this, but did y'all see they, they came out with the Inhumans trailer? Then either oh, one no. of y'all get a chance I didn't to see, see that. that. So cool. the whole the whole thing with the Inhumans, uh, they're in the Marvel comics. They're they're similar to I was explaining this to Tommy the other day. They're similar to mutants from like X Men and stuff, but they get their powers from um, they basically have alien DNA in their in their DNA, and they get their powers from this like mist that gives them powers or whatnot and they've been introduced in agents of shield and they were originally supposed to get a movie um but now they've decided to do this this um so wait is this, a, is this for a tv show or a movie that was what my this question is was li- this is a live action television series okay gotcha i got you it was originally, there was originally a movie to, right yes they originally were going to do an inhumans movie but then they decided to do a tr- to a tv series and so the gist of the the premise is um, in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. were introduced to the concept of Inhumans being on Earth, and, you know, if this Terrigen mist, you know, comes in contact with them, they, you know, basically get powers or whatnot. Um, this is bringing up the idea that there have been a entire society of Inhumans living on the moon, and um, there's, like, a royal family, and one of, the, one of them basically wants to go back to Earth before, you know, they're discovered on the moon and whatnot. And um, the guy who plays Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones, I can't remember what his name is, he's playing one of the main actors, and uh, he's kind of the one causing the conflict and whatnot. But it looks, it looks interesting. Um, you know, the Inhuman stuff in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been pretty fun, so I think getting this will be real fun. The cool part is the main the king of the royal family and of the inhumans is a character called black bolt and his powers are he has like supersonic speech but his powers are so strong that he doesn't talk because even like his whispers can like destroy things like i think in the comics he's completely destroyed and flattened an entire city with just a whisper so his he's it's a really interesting character because he's like one of the most powerful characters in the marvel comics but he doesn't talk because he literally can't or he'll destroy anything. Also, there is a giant bulldog character um, that can teleport. So, <laughs> yeah, and he shows up in the trailer. So, yeah, if you don't know anything about Inhumans, they're kind of interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they're doing with it. Honestly, I think the reason that um, there's been a push for the Inhumans in the comics and in the movies is because... The Marvel Cinematic Universe has been successful, and they don't have the rights to use the X-Men, so they can't use mutants, so yeah. the Inhumans are the next best thing, which is why there's been a more of a push for that in the last few years. That, that was what I was going to say. Like, I think the In- Inhumans are interesting. I just feel like they're a lesser X-Men. Like, the whole, like it seems like almost the exact same premise. I completely understand mm-hmm. what Marvel's doing. You know, me and you, Matt, have had a lot of conversations about this, like... 
I mean, in the comic world, the X-Men comics have kind of not been as big of a deal as they have been in the past. At least that's what it kind of seems like. And it's and they're pushing in humans. And it almost feels like, like you said, from a marketing standpoint, uh, they don't have the film rights to their own X-Men. So now they're pushing this other team that's just like them. Um, oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I get it. I, I don't know. We'll see what it's like. I'll, I need to watch the trailer and see. I'll let you know when I watch the trailer. I will say one thing. I know in the comics, and I don't know if this is still going on now, but I know rec- recently in the comics there's been an actual war between the X-Men and the Inhumans because I was telling Tommy the Terrigen Mist that gives the Inhumans their power is deadly to mutants. So there's like this whole big conflict, which is an interesting concept, and I, I I think it's interesting. I've read a little bit of it, but there's this whole big conflict between the Inhumans and the X-Men because the thing that is super important to the Inhumans is literally deadly to mutants. So, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, the other big trailer that we saw was the Jumanji trailer. We knew that we were doing a new Jumanji movie, and to be honest, I didn't want them to do it, uh, and I think all three of us kind of felt that way that we didn't really want to see a remake of it. I didn't know they were doing a remake until this morning when someone showed me the trailer. And now I'm like real excited. Yes. Well, so I didn't really care that they were doing it. I, I don't, I didn't really want them to make a Jumanji movie. However, the new trailer came Williams. out. Yeah. What, say what? Keep your hands off my Robin Williams. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we've got a trailer for it. And to be honest, I'm interested because they're taking it in a different route. So the it seems like the premise of it is the old Jumanji was a board game that, you know, crazy things came out of the board game. There was this whole world in the board game. Um, this is, you know, a little different twist as we... It's a video game now, like an it's old... It's like Tron, uh, basically. That's how I saw some of it. like... Yeah, it's, it's like Tron. Jumanji. They, find, they find an old video game that's called Jumanji, and there's four characters, and they pick the different characters... And then they get sucked into the video game. So it's kind of a little bit different where in the original one we saw Robin Williams' character get sucked into the world of Jumanji. And then he comes out, but we don't ever actually get to see what happens in the board game. So we actually kind of get to see the world of Jumanji. Um, but the, the twist, which I'm makes me way more interested in this and, and kind of okay that they're doing something different, um, is there we've got four stereotypical characters. We've got the nerdy kid... Uh, the jock, the pretty girl, and then this other girl who's like, you know, kind of the rebel or whatnot. And they all pick characters in the games. And when they go into, get sucked into Jumanji, they become those characters. So this is where the the Rock and Kevin Hart and um, uh, Amelia Pond, I can't think of her name. What's her actual name? I just know her as Amelia Pond. Does anybody know off the top of your head? Um, It's Karen something, isn't it? Karen Gillian. Gillian? Yes, Karen Gillian. But and she's then, always uh, going to be fond of me, too, so I'm like... And then, yeah, and then Jack Black, and so... Oh, Jack you, Black. The, the nerdy kid becomes um, The Rock, and the jock guy becomes Kevin Hart, so, like, the smaller <laughs> guy. Um, the rebel girl who doesn't like the pretty girl becomes the gorgeous-looking Amelia Pond, or uh, Karen Gillian, and uh, the pretty girl becomes Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... <laughs> 
hilarious. The trailer makes it look like it's going to be hilarious. It might still be over the top and not that good, but the trailer made me want to give it a shot. And um, I know Drew, you you were really excited when I mentioned it. I earlier. mean, here's the deal. Like I, I just saw it this morning, and I was. It looks awesome. And maybe I'm just a sucker, but you put The Rock and Kevin Hart in a movie together, and I, I'm in. Like I just think they're hilarious together oh, yeah. and so funny. So. I'll check Central it out. Intelligence was pretty funny. Central Intelligence was awesome. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, I thought that movie was underrated personally. It's yeah. just so funny, man. They, oh. they are really funny together. So, Tommy, what, what do you think about it? I, I'm weirdly excited. Uh, maybe not as excited as Drew is, but you guys go. I'm the pessimistic <laughs> one of the group. I'm never that guy. Uh, no, I mean, I think it'll be good. I hope that it's over the top because to me, mm-hmm. I think if it tries to go too serious, it's going to step on the toes of the original and destroy uh, like credibility with me. But if it goes over the top and gives me something completely new, um, mm-hmm. I'll be more than happy with that. I agree. I just think it was funny because I saw the trailer and I was with you, hanging out with you this weekend, and I mentioned it. And you had the same reaction that I initially had was like, man, I can't believe they're making a Jum- another Jumanji movie. And I kind of just briefly went over the premise of it without you seeing the trailer. And I remember you being like, okay, all right, may- maybe, I'll- maybe I'll give it a shot. So <laughs> I don't think you and- got my grueling cow down. <laughs> I can't believe they're ruining my childhood. <laughs> that's that's what it was. That was the that's exactly what you said. <laughs> Leave my childhood alone. Michael Bay has ruined it already. <laughs> Alright, and then the last the, the last big trailer we got this week was um the Netflix live action Death Note trailer. Let me, let me, so let me, let me. We have known I will I'll let you tell me. You're good. We let me let me go over the we've we've known that Netflix is doing one, uh, and this is the first really big big information we've seen. So Tommy, go for it. All right. So you probably have more information than me because I've just watched the trailer. Actually, uh, no. All I've done is watch the trailer too. Okay, so. cool. Drew didn't yeah. know they were even making a series until right now. So, <laughs> yay! So I'm gonna give Netflix some credit here. Um, I did not watch Death Note the anime until I saw. Uh, the Netflix trailer drop, and I went, mm. hmm. It's been on my to-do list, but like the trailer kind of pushed me over edge because I wanted to know. I'd heard some good things about it, and uh, I always like to watch, you know, the original or, or, or you know, whatever comes first before something the live action. Material. Yeah, yeah, source material. Good word. Um, and so. Needless to say, it has been three days. There are 37 episodes in the entire <laughs> series, and Rebecca and I are on episode 29. Um, wow. And right. there's, a, there's a character of mine in here named uh, Yuk. So basically the premise of this entire show is there's a guy named uh, Light, and he comes across a notebook called the Death Note, and essentially in this notebook you can write down anyone's name as long as you think of their face and that person will die and uh it was basically given to him by a bored uh shinigami which is kind of the japanese version of our grim reaper um mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like the god of the death, death god. Uh, so and there's multiple of them right huh <laughs> i was trying to make a gundam joke it didn't oh work. i'm Keep i going. didn't hear it i'm sorry <laughs> um what I'm most excited about with this live action is William Defoe plays the Shinigami yes. Yuke. Um, yes. And I love his character. His character in the anime is kind of my favorite. He's kind of dry, sarcastic. 
Uh, he admits that he's not here to benefit or uh, harm whatever the main character wants to do. He's just, he's literally along for the ride and wants to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, first off, William Defoe, great goblin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I, I'm excited great for. Great voice. Absolutely. He's, he's great, yeah. He should do way great more actor. voice acting. I think he does a lot more than we give him credit for. I think the last time I looked at his IMDb, there was a lot more voice acting for things than I ever would have imagined. I could be absolutely wrong in pulling that out of my butt, uh, but I feel (laughs) like that was the case. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, Death Note's great. It's one of those... It's one... I'd put it almost on, like, the top ten most popular um, anime in the Western, like, over here in the West. It's it's up there, and um, I've... I tried watching it back in the day and didn't couldn't really get into it though this I'm with you Tommy this has been intriguing enough that it makes me want to go back and give it another shot um because like you said the whole premise is there's a book you write your name a name in it and the person dies so it becomes this um it really becomes it, to make it to summarize it in one thing it's at, it's bringing up the question of does absolute power corrupt cuz that's the gist of it is this kid is given basically absolute power and what does he do with it does he start trying to do good does it continue does it go downhill does he start you know so that's the whole question of what comes to it so um i think netflix has done some real good stuff recently with their original stuff especially their live action stuff so i think it could be good what do you think drew i haven't seen it yet it's intriguing um, it's mostly intriguing because, like, I think every person, if you're really honest, and uh, we've all thought about, like, who would we, if we could just, like, Muh. no, not, like, murder somebody, but, like, for instance, when I'm in Walmart trying to park and that little old lady, like, pulls in to get my parking space, I mean, if I could zap her, I'd zap her. I'll be honest. Maybe I need to work on that, but I think it's interesting. It's like you said, my absolute power, if it corrupts, like, you know, um, I think it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I, I need to watch a trailer. So I, I like some of... I think Netflix is doing, across the board, if we go back to that, I think Netflix is doing an awesome job of just creating some... And giving some real creative freedom and just creating some cool content um, across the mm. board, bringing some of these live matches. Like We just saw... We just watched a few months back um, a series of unfortunate events, Netflix's uh, version of that. And I thought it was amazing and so much fun. And there's been several other ones. I just... Kudos to Netflix. They're... Uh, they're, uh, I mean, they're basically a major network nowadays. They just create such cool content. So it's exciting. So I, I need to amend. Uh, I've double checked. William Defoe or Willem, sorry, Willem Defoe uh, does not do that much voice acting at all. Uh, I was horribly <laughs> wrong. I was completely mistaken. Butt, huh? I did pull that out of my butt. Um, so I just wanted to before somebody's like, hey. You don't know what you're talking about. Your credibility <laughs> is ruined. We all hate you. Uh, I'm going to stone you from across the internet. Um, Those internet stones hurt. I, they do. They really do. Uh, I retract my statement. But, Willem Dafoe, please do more. Good clarification. Cool. I, I realized, Tommy, that you had said something about how you were really excited how they were portraying um, that character. What's his name? The the Death God Uke. guy. Yuke. And... I was curious, and then when I watched the trailer, I was like, I mean, it looks like a, you know, a CGI, what you would do for that character in live action. And then I heard the voice, and I went, that sounds like Willem Dafoe. 
And then I kept listening. I was like, that is Willem Dafoe. I can, never mind. I completely understand what Tommy was talking about. So, <laughs> well, I enjoy too that they seem to, from the trailers at least, kind of keep him more in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I actually, and I haven't scrutinized the clips or anything. I kind of assumed that they had made a, um, probably not if they're voice acting it, but I had assumed that they had made a practical that they literally they might, just stuck in the shadows. Have. I wouldn't put That'd it be past cool. Willem Dafoe even to put on a practical suit like that and, you know, do some scenes, though, if he's... I don't think he's know. tall enough. As much as I love the man, he's an amazing actor. Yuke uh, is supposed to be, like, <laughs> seven feet tall. <laughs> it was a fire fight! <laughs> Gosh, I want to watch Boondock Saints now. All right, so that's Death Note. Those are the big trailers that came out this week. Um, some news that's not as new, but it fits well with uh, what came out this week is they're doing a live-action version of another great anime called Cowboy Bebop. Um, and I do have some clarification. I thought they were doing a live-action movie. Uh, it turns out they're actually doing a live-action uh, live TV series. Now, this which, I'm not for. So Tommy's not for this. Um, ca- for those who don't know, Cowboy Bebop is another... I'd actually, I'd put it on the level of Death Note as being probably another one of those top ten most popular animes. I think it's, I think it's higher than that. It's kind of highly regarded as like the the best Bible of anime, kind of in in a weird, almost borderline. I like it's the one thing that if you like anime, you're supposed to like Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Is it bad? I've not yes. seen it yet. No, no. It's I'm gonna let me describe it to you with comparing it to another great series, and it's gonna make you want to watch it. It's like an anime version of Firefly. What? Yes. Yeah. It's okay. basically space bounty hunters. Is it, is it the best anime? Because I have a very strong feeling on what the best anime ever is, and I'll share that here in a bit. I'm but. sure that for some people, it probably is. Um, like I have an opinion and one of my, th- my list that we're going to go over today is what my, in my opinion, what I think is probably the best anime, but I, I do think for some people they might consider it the best. Okay. Um, I'll check it's it definitely out. worth seeing. It. It's only one season. It's like 20 something or 30 episodes. And then they've done uh, a movie shorter than that. I think it's like 24. Really? Okay. So it's, it's one of those easy to get through, but really fantastic series. So, um, Tommy's not for it. I, with stuff like this, you know, I love the content so much. I don't mind them, you know, trying to do more because, like, you know, it doesn't affect the the greatness of the original of the source material. Um, so doing more, I, I I'm always for like go for it. If it's terrible, it's terrible, and I'll complain about it. But you know, it's never go- it's not going to affect how great the original source material is. Well, let me um, let me clarify why I'm not a fan uh, because I I did really enjoy the source material. Um, it's because the voice actor for Cowboy Bebop was so fantastic. I don't think that anyone in live action can live up to it. What if they got the voice actor to act it? <gasps> I don't. I don't know who that is. Sorry. That um, there's maybe. I, I'm trying to double check that. I think there's a ginormous age difference, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah, I mean, this was this was um. I mean, this came over here in like the late '90s, and, and uh, early at that 2000s. Point, it it was around. created in the late '90s, and I think it hit uh, American dub in like '03. Really? Frankly, yeah. That I, I thought it. I thought it was around well before that. But I mean, the anime itself was. I want to say the anime was created in like 
96, 98, maybe 99. Like, I, I remember there being like a six-year or five-year difference between the dub and the sub. Yes, 1998 is when the original. So, okay. So, it probably, it usually does, it usually takes a couple years, especially around this time for an anime to come over here. So, that's, you're, you're probably right. It probably was the early 2000s. But uh, um, I remember, too, the, a quote that the creator of the show actually liked the dubbed version more than the original version uh, because the lead voice actor for Spike was just such a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. I think his name is Stephen Blum? Stephen Blum. Yes. The and voice. he is 57, so... Probably yeah, that, that's old not gonna... Character. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. 57 young. I want to see him do it. Yeah, go for it. We have the technology. Yeah, in this picture from a couple expo, an expo a couple years ago, he doesn't look that old. Look, we made Sir Patrick it. Stewart be like back in his twenties. <laughs> <laughs> we can do That's this. True. So yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin back from the dead. It's possible. It's probably gonna fall into these category, this category of like these uh, live action anime movies that Japan kind of does on those levels, which you know they're enjoyable, but they're not great. But it being a series. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe, maybe if they go like for if maybe, maybe if they embrace the like Firefly vibe of it and go with something like that. Maybe maybe they can do take some liberties and do something a little different to kind of you know you know uh, not not I don't know do something a little different from the anime that way that that might work better than trying to just do a true adaptation. You know that's fair. It's always I feel like that's always tricky. It's like you want a true adaptation, but at the same time, yeah. you know. If you can do something better by just taking some liberties, do you do that? Or do you do... I don't know. So, there you go. Cowboy Bebop series, live action. Should be good. Not a lot of information on it. And it's also been something they've been wanting to develop for a while, and it hasn't happened. So, it may end up taking longer to actually happen. And the last little bit of news is something I saw. So, it's no um, it's no secret that here that we, especially me and Drew, love some Gundam. Uh, it's one of our favorite animes. Sucking for giant uh, robots, guys. I got I got excited because I saw something about a new Gundam series and that they had it on YouTube. So I went and checked it out and was really disappointed because it's it's they're doing almost like a web series. So it's gonna be like episodes on their YouTube. And so I went and watched it and it was looked interesting but it felt like a movie trailer like it didn't really make a lot of sense it jumped around a lot there wasn't really much action it didn't really develop anything it was like four minutes long and then i found out that that was the episode so it's like this weird i don't know like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense and I'm budget not really cuts sure bro yeah i guess so but i actually i saw this because there's a youtube channel called tokiosaurus and he, this guy just kind of talks about what's popular in Japan at the time. And, like, apparently this came out and and it's on YouTube. And he checked it out and he was like, what is this? It, it makes no sense. It barely makes sense as a trailer. And it's supposed to be the actual first episode. So, I don't know. I want another new Gundam series because I love them. But who knows? But, so, a lot of this news we've just went through has been um, anime news. And so, we decided since... There's been a lot of talks about 
anime adaptations and everything and new animes coming out we decided that we were going to talk about some of our favorite animes and we all enjoy animes i think for me it's one of these these genres that i go through phases where I'll just go on an anime kick and I'll just want to watch a bunch of random animes or something. And then I won't watch any for a while, but whenever I go through those little kicks, they're always fun. I always enjoy trying to find the new, really cool new stuff. And Drew, I was just thinking about it. So earlier Drew had said that he's never seen a bad anime. And I made the statement <laughs> for every for every good Now, I've not anime, seen a lot of anime. I do want to point that out. Like, well, I have some yeah. I really love but what I've seen so far, I've not like started watching it. Maybe I've not watched enough. <laughs> so. Well, I was thinking I've got I've got a thought on that. So like for for me, for every one good anime, there's six terrible animes. And I mentioned that, and Tommy absolutely agreed with me. And I I'm, I thought about this, Drew. Most of the animes that you've seen have been ones that I've suggested to you. No, it's true. I probably have had everything filtered through so. you or Tommy or a few other people. So, you know. besides, besides the ones we may have seen when we were younger, most of most I'd say most in the last five years have probably been ones that I've mentioned or been like, "Hey, check this out on Netflix." And um, surprisingly, the list of animes on Netflix are actually some of the really good ones. There's not a lot of bad. There's some, but like overall, it's more good than bad out there. But um, I, I thought about this like. Anime seems to have a bad reputation, or, or do y'all think that anime kind of has a bad reputation? Mm. Yes, I, no, maybe. I think, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe to some degree. Um, I think it's just, I think there's just some stereotypes maybe associated with it, and people just kind of run with that. Like, um, I've got lots of friends who like anime, and... Um, but I don't, like, it's interesting, like, I'll start talking to someone, and I'll mention that, I, like, some series or something, and then all of a sudden I'll find out they like it too, but I never would have guessed they liked that, and it's always mm-hmm. something I'm like, I, like, I, like, you've got to really be talking to me for a while before I bring up that I like Japanese cartoons, basically, <laughs> because well, see, that's what, that's as what a makes grown me... adult man, I think, I think that may be more of the stigma than anything else as a grown man to be like, yeah, I still watch really cartoons, yeah. and I like them, they're good, um, so maybe that's where the stigma is at well, more than well, anything else. That's what makes me wonder that is because like that's not that's not something you lead with like you know it's not something that in a normal conversation you go you know I watched a really good anime the other day to somebody unless you know they actually like anime too and like why that is and I think I think there is a stigma of there are these stereotypes because it is from the Japanese culture and there's things that they do over there that you know, is translates a little weird over here. And I think for a lot of people when they think anime, they just think about girls in skimpy outfits and big boobs and, and all these weird kind of tropes that anime has. And you know there I mean, there's there's a lot of that. There that's true. There is that. But that goes along the every good anime there's six crappy animes. For every good one you find there's one about girls with ginormous boobs just running around punching each other and stuff. I like to and think so, of anime as like C-class horror movies that a lot of people <laughs> that's enjoy. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> and if you don't enjoy them at all, like you won't get into them. And we all watch really bad horror movies. If you watch horror movies, you watch really mm-hmm. bad horror movies looking for the gems and because you find the good ones. Yeah, because occasionally you'll find one. And you're like, oh, 
that is a this not like how did this not do better why was this not more widely accepted or whatever and not that anime is you know i'm not i'm not trying to like downplay its role or anything but i feel that it's got that same stigma behind it that it's you know you either fully embrace it or you just kind of brush it off yes well you know it's like any other genre too that like there's really good stuff and there's really bad stuff in almost every genre of you know storytelling um but there are some stories i just don't think i think the thing that appeals to me that i like about it though is that it there's certain stories you just can't tell outside Mm -hmm. of animation i mean that's just the the reality of it i mean you Mm -hmm. know and we're getting into more of an era within movies and stuff that technology is catching up that we can do some more computer generated graphics everything else but i mean that's still at the heart animation you know what i'm saying like that's still the heart of what that is that's where it came from um so i don't know i mean i i think it's like anything else i think i think what you said tommy really hits it if you like it you like it if you don't you don't and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that at all um so I, th- I think what you said you can't only do certain things in animation and, and specifically anime and because the thing that i love about anime is the over-the-top action you can do and it's completely acceptable mm-hmm. if you try to do some of the like even even um, western animation like um i don't know like using one of my favorite cartoons uh young justice um or justice league like the fight there's good action and fighting but compared to some anime like it's super simple and while anime they can everything's just done way over the top and it and and it works for that though and yeah. it's the only kind of medium and and it can bleed over into other stuff like for example i love pacific rim that movie's great it is very influenced by uh i would say it's very influenced by anime it, it feels like a live action oh, yeah. anime to me because it's just crazy action over the top and stuff but we you know it's one of those i think it's if you've never given it a try i think most people were maybe introduced to anime back when we were younger or at least our age with like pokemon or dragon ball z or for the girls like sailor moon and stuff my like wife that. loves sailor moon yeah exactly and so like if you remember watching those as a kid you can still watch and find good shows like that as an adult to really enjoy. And so for this, we've picked our top three favorite anime. And so we're going to go through them. Um, Drew, do you want to go first with your first one? Yeah, sure. Are we going to go all three or just want my, my top one? Um, or you want to go three down? Let's do, you know, you go ahead and go through your three. And okay. then we'll do Tommy and me. Does that work? Yeah, I think it's good. Okay, so my top three... Japanese animes um, or anime in general because I guess it doesn't have to be Japanese today it's its own genre more or less Um, for me um, my number three is a show that somebody suggested that I watch and I was like okay and they're like you have to watch like a few episodes before you get it and I'm like okay but for me my number three is Trigun um, Mm. which is awesome but you're going to watch the first episode or two and um it's going to be like, what in the world's going on? And then it just kind of clicks as you get going on. Uh, the basic premise of it is you're on this desert planet and it's kind of like Wild West vibe to it. And there's this guy who's like super powerful, but he doesn't really want to fight. So he has this massive gun that could like pretty much destroy anyone. It's like this big silver awesome revolver, but he doesn't actually want to use it. So he just like throws it around and stuff. And um, I don't know. It just has a lot of heart. And it was really 
well animated. The characters are good. That's just my. Have you guys seen Trigun? Am I the only one in here who's seen Trigun? I know Matt, you've seen it. I know Tommy. Have you yeah, seen Trigun? I think, I think I'm the one who mentioned it to you, and it's a great example of. I have a with anime, especially because usually the episodes are shorter and pretty easy to get through. I have a three episode rule, sometimes four episode rule, where if I'm trying out a new show, I have to give it three or four episodes before I decide to give up because sometimes it gets going after and trigun's a great example of i watched the first few episodes and was like i don't like this and then it hits like the third or fourth episode and it just gets amazing from there it just sometimes they take a little while to get going and i don't even know like it's been a while since i've watched it i don't even know when that was but i just remember and i don't feel like it was super long like i know that's one thing about some animes one season they can go on for like i mean i know some people who love what's that ninja one naruto or something Naruto. there's like 700 800 yeah yeah, like it seems like so many of these series have like a bazillion episodes but i love trigun uh, and it's something you can just sit down watch it's really good so that's my number three tommy have you seen trigun i have not Oh, man. You should check it out. You would like it. So Trigun's great. My number two on this list is an entire series because I can't really pick one. Uh, it's <laughs> definitely Gundam, like just anything Gundam. Um, oh. I And I will say this. There are some Gundams that are better. What, are you like on because I didn't pick a specific I'm on one? I'm on because you didn't pick one, yeah. Okay, if I had, <laughs> I, if I had, if had to pick, to pick one. one. Oh, man. You can talk about the series overall, but like if you had to pick one, just, just go with your heart. Go for it. <sighs> My number one Gundam series. Mm. Can can I pick what I think yours would be? Yeah, you can go. I would think yours would probably be Gundam Wing. Yeah, it's it. All right, so it's really close between three. It's really close between Gundam Wing. <laughs> it's actually really close between Gundam Wing and Gu- Gundam Double O because they feel so similar. But Gundam Double O, that's what I've been watching like crazy here lately. Is just like a better animated, newer version of Gundam Wing is what it feels like. Um, mm-hmm. I also have a really special place in my heart for the 8th MS team, which is basically like Vietnam with giant robots. It's awesome, um, but I've not seen it in a long time. So it pro- let's just go Gundam Wing. All right, Gundam Wing. There we go. It'd have to be Gundam Wing just because of Epion, basically. Um, so Gundam's great. We've talked about that a little bit. And then my number one pick for me, um, and I thought uh, long and hard about this, and I will say this because I think this is the best anime period across the board like i if somebody's interested in watching anime this is what i tell them to watch uh, my favorite anime my number one anime and i think the best anime is full metal alchemist i just ah, think i think yeah. the story's amazing um i'm probably picking stuff on y'all's list i'm sorry but i think the story's amazing i think i'm a sucker for brother relationships and like that's the whole thing um and yeah all uh and I, I just think it's great. It's great characters, great plot, great setting. Um, it's just great across the board. Um, it, it's just long enough that you can sink your teeth into it without it like overstaying its welcome. And it's just this really cool setting. The world's cool. Have you guys seen Full Metal Alchemist? I'm assuming both of you guys have. I could be wrong. Actually, no. Oh, Tommy. <sighs> it's yes. the best ever. It, it I- gives... It gives me that, and I've not seen Cowboy Bebop, but it seems like Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, Full Metal Alchemist are all kind of in that same kind mm. of vibe of anime. Um, yeah, I would agree really with that. It's really good. So I, those are my three. I have, I have seen it, but I'm going to wait because I may talk about it. I may not. You'll have to wait until it's my turn. But well, I, I would agree with Drew that Tommy you should. It's definitely worth seeing. Trigun and that one be. are both definitely worth seeing. I those are say my three af- animes. So, I would I say it. after you finish Death Note, 
if you're still on an anime kick, you should check out Full Metal Alchemist. And the good thing about it, I'm pretty sure, and it may not be there, but for a while, it was on Netflix, the entire series, in English and, I think, subbed. You could do either or. I believe it still is, but I can check on that. Yeah. So while, while we do that, Tommy, it's your turn. What are your top three animes? All right, so um, I'm going to mend this list a little bit, and I'm actually going to do four. Uh, and it's really... These are kind of ridiculous a little bit. Um, I mean, anime is ridiculous a little bit, but that's why we love it. It's anime, and it's your personal opinion, so it's all good. Well, I'm going to sound ridiculous here with my number one Pokemon. Are you going to go? I like how you said it so quietly, like, it's Pokemon. I'd actually have to say that my list is pretty level here with Pokemon, Gundam Wing, and Dragon Ball Z. Because they hey. really shaped. Those are All great. Right. Those, I mean, those were those were my Saturday morning cartoons. Those were the TV shows that I woke up new times for, made sure to watch, stayed up late for, you know, whatever. Um, those were my jam. Um, as an adult, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one more to this list here, but I'm gonna branch out from the television, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go film. With the uh, Miyazaki film, um, ah. Spirited Away. Mm. I've never seen that. I've heard it's amazing. By far, um, I think that would be my top number one anime, like, period. Just, I, mm. I absolutely love it. The visuals, the story, uh, just everything about it is just gorgeous, and I can watch it on repeat. Uh, I kind of fell out of anime for a long time. Um, it used to just, uh, for those who don't know, I actually lived in Japan for a little bit from the time I was like uh, 10 to 14. Um, but we didn't have cable, and so we would, you know, we'd bunny ears it, and we'd get a couple broadcast channels. So if we got anime, um, it would kind of just be whatever my older sister got a hold of, if it was dubbed. And, uh,. The other animes typically weren't subbed, so I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> uh, I imagine not, especially if you're, you know, living in Japan. Yeah, um, and sense. so I kind of, I kind of clung to the ones that I knew, or, you know, technically lived a couple years behind for even being there. Um, and when we moved back to the states, uh, me and my older sister started parting ways as friends, and so it used to be that I wanted to watch whatever she was watching. And so then it was like, well, I want nothing to do with whatever you're doing. You watch anime, so I'm not going to watch anime. And mm-hmm. I literally dropped anime until probably within the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fine. And fun. just I, ne- I didn't watch it through high school, didn't watch a single bit of it in college. Um, and... You know, which is funny because I, I, I did remember going to, I lived on base. So I remember going to the base exchange, our little like shopping center. And uh, there was one uh, anime series that used to drop a DVD like every year. And it was on like, there were over 20 seasons. I can't remember what it was called. It was some like, it was it was a mech. Um, it's like, it, was, it may have been Macross. It may have been Battletech. Hmm. I don't think it was either of those. But I remember just buying it and immediately running home and putting it in my VHS player and be like, ah, oh, this is oh, amazing. VHS. 
Maybe it yeah, may be like I mean, Robotech or something like that. It may have been. I remember it was just really lame, actually. Like it was to me, it was a knockoff Gundam. <laughs> but but I couldn't get a hold of Gundam Wings, so this was the next best thing for me. That's awesome. There you go. I like. I very much like that your list is those like intros. Those those are like the those those are like the three that when I think of like what introduced us to to this concept of it's anime. like your starter Pokemon. <laughs> that's funny it's true how would you pick between them oh my um but no like well, it's easier so, as an adult since dragon ball z doesn't make sense there was just like monologues it does make for, sense they just were saving a lot of money by not drawing a lot and just making episodes last really long by making and nothing happen they're they're <laughs> doing a new dragon ball series and it, it's been pretty popular it's called dragon ball super and Didn't they do a only... horrible live-action Dragon Ball at some time, too? Like, Let's we're not talking about that. We don't talk about that. We don't refer to those. We could do another episode in the future of, of live Terrible live-action? Okay. With all of this, these new live-action anime stuff, like Ghost in the Shell, like, hey, we could do an entire episode. By the way, I think, it's, I think there's a big anime expo in Los Angeles this week, so that may be why we're getting so much news on that, ah, by the way. I just thought about that. Sense. So, anyways, good list, cool. Tommy. I like all those a fantastic list um so is it my turn oh exciting all right so so my turn my my this was harder than i expected to to try to pick three um so i kind of i kind of picked my favorite overall one of my favorites overall my favorite in opinion of what i think is the best and then my favorite recent anime so here we go number one um in no particular order is a gundam series because we've talked about how much we like giant robots fighting and stuff. And my favorite Gundam series is a Gundam series called Gundam 00. So it's literally Gundam 00. Um, I found this in college. Um, It is in comparison to the Gundams I remember when I was a kid, which was like Gundam Wing and like the original Mobile Suit Gundam series, which is really rough animation by today's standards. Um, This was like... This was like this came out in uh, 2007, I believe. Yes, 2007 through 2009. Um, so it's really not super new, and um, but like compared to the animation style, compared to the older ones, was a big jump in animation quality, and it was newer looking animation, a lot more smooth. Um, but it, on top of that, which made the action a lot more cool because they were able to do a lot more with the animation style the world was really interesting to me and so this was this was our world it was like 100 years in the future and basically what they've done is they've built these three giant orbital orbital elevators that go up and then there's a ring around the earth that is just solar panels and at this point it's been operational for a little while and we've basically solved the world's um power problem because of this giant you know solar panel array but there's still war and stuff because, you know, people are still going to always fight over the energy and whatnot. And um, so basically there's a team called Celestial Being and they basically show up and their their whole goal is just to eliminate war. And their way of eliminating war is to go and fight everybody. Which, by the <laughs> sakes, makes no sense at all. Yeah, so, so basically they make an enemy of every nation of the major nation of the world. and but but in the, But the goal is to ultimately fight until they 
you know, eliminated all war. And it's really cool. There's really cool Gundam designs, really cool animation. The characters are done really well. And um, there's been some other Gundams that have come out since. There's been some other series similar. And there's not been one since that one that has really caught my attention and um, like that one. And so Drew started rewatching it recently. I actually started rewatching it. They have. They did two seasons, and they actually have both seasons on Hulu. So, if you've got Hulu and you want to check it out, go check that out. Uh, my second one is my favorite anime that I've discovered in the past year or so. And it is called Magi. It oh, is spelled I forgot about M-A- Magi. It is spelled M-A-G-I. It is on Netflix, and there are two seasons of Magi. original, or they paid to get it in English, maybe? Maybe right? it's it only is, on Netflix though. I'm pretty sure it's the only it place you English can watch dubbed. it. English dubbed. So for those of you who don't like subtitles, it is an English dub, which That's is nice. Me. But it's really fun. It's and what I like about it is it's got the style of traditional Japanese animation, which means you've got over the top action, crazy, you know, magic or whatnot going on. But it's done through the backdrop of the Arabian Nights. So. Everything feels like Aladdin and everything. One of the main characters is Aladdin. One of the main characters is Alibaba. You've got Sinbad, which is one of the main characters and whatnot. And so, like, it's fun for me because I enjoy it. I get the the anime fix of, you know, crazy action and really interesting plot. But it's done on the backdrop of Middle Eastern Arabian Nights. And so it's a nice change of pace. Um, and it's just really enjoyable. So there's two seasons of it, and then they have did a prequel series called The Adventures of Sinbad, which is just 13 episodes of one of the characters. And I actually watched it out of order. You're supposed to watch the um, you're supposed to watch the main two seasons first, and then go back and watch the prequel. But I watched the prequel first, and honestly, I kind of liked it better watching it that way. After watching the whole thing, I kind of enjoyed starting with The Adventures of Sinbad, getting an idea of what this world was, and then jumping into the main story and seeing it. Which is also cool, because The Adventures of Sinbad is the character Sinbad as a kid, like, having all these goals and stuff. And then you jump to the main series, and he's an adult, and you're just like, oh my gosh, there's Sinbad, and he's an adult, and there's that person, and that person, and, and oh my gosh, they accomplished this and that, and it's just, it, it, it was really fun for me. I enjoyed that. So. It's a it's a fun anime across the board, and by the way, I did look mm-hmm. up um, it Japanese origins, but Netflix, and Netflix has done this for a few other shows, which is kudos to them again. Um, they have the they have the streaming rights, and I think they they were the ones who got it dubbed into English and then brought it to the U.S. Uh, they've done that for good, a few other series. Good voice acting too. Yeah, it is. And like, like, you don't uh, think about that, but that's got some good voice acting. Here's the thing I like about Moggy, and Tommy, you may like feel this way too. I just feel like there are certain like certain mythologies that are used a ton in stuff and then there's these other ones that are really vibrant and interesting backdrops that aren't used and i feel like kind of you know 1001 arabian nights and stuff has not been used as much as some of these other ones so it's kind of that was what i liked about it It was just this really neat kind of fresh cultural take it's not japanese and it's not you know norse or norse is kind of been more popular here lately or it's not roman gods mm-hmm. or something like that it's just this interesting mythology to kind of base a story around so that's it's really right. fun and good yes and they so have I flying carpets it. who doesn't like flying carpets no it's not a carpet it's his turban oh uh, that's right that's right it's still a, <laughs> it's still a flying so there's, rug there's all these 
there's all these fun like aspects that like you're like oh that's cool it's aladdin so he has a flying carpet but instead of it being a carpet he has like the turban on his head and he'll pull it off and like it's a flying turban oh that's so right instead concept, of but instead he like wraps of, it on his head that i don't know why but that found that kind of feels playfully racist uh <laughs> probably probably it probably is but it's okay um, so those are my two, and my my last one, and I'm sad that I let Drew go first because he used it already, but <laughs> it's Full Metal Alchemist, but I'm going to clarify Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And so is that the updated this one? Is, this is where it gets confusing, and I'm going to clarify because it took me a long time to figure out. If you're going to watch Full Metal Alchemist, when you search it, there are two different Full Metal Alchemists. There's one that's called Full Metal Alchemist, just that, and then there's one that's called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And it's really, really confusing, but don't worry, I'm going to get you through it. This is the difference. When the animation started for Full Metal Alchemist, the, the original source material, which was the manga, was still going on. And typically, they can make animation happen a lot faster than they can publish and get all the mangas out there. So what happened was, the anime got ahead of the manga, and so... I don't think they originally the original creator really knew exactly how like everything was going to be. So the anime about halfway through takes a very different turn than the original story. So they finished off a story and it's pretty good and it's enjoyable, but it's completely different from the actual original source material. So a few years later, they um they decided to actually do a animation of the entire manga, the main actual story. So Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is what the original story was supposed to be. That is the one that I suggest people watch. It is newer animation, it's better action, it's better fighting, and it's the story the way it was originally meant to be told. It to me is, in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best anime you can watch. I think if you've never watched anime before, it's the one that you should watch. And if you don't like it, you're probably not going to like any other anime. And if you do love it, you're probably going to be disappointed with most any other anime you watch after it because it's just so good. And so it's fantastic. I don't really want to go into the plot because, you know, you just a lot of it, you know, it starts out pretty quickly. It's not a, it's not one of these where I feel like you got to give it a couple episodes. I feel like within the first episode, you can get hooked pretty well. Yeah. And great action, fantastic world. If you like Brotherhood, definitely go back and watch the original because the original takes a very different turn. And then they did a movie to like close out the ending of the original. And it does have some really cool aspects that I like. But I don't want to get into because it's major spoilers for what the main plot is. But it's completely different from what, how the actual original series goes. So that's my list. Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, Fantastic, Magi, really fun on Netflix. Um, and then Gundam 00, my favorite giant mech battling ones. Um, and Full Metal Alchemist is not on Netflix anymore. I just checked. Really sad. I think it's on Hulu. But... It is on Hulu. Yes, I did check that. It is on Hulu. And so Gundam 00 is on Hulu. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is on Hulu. Um, Magi is on Netflix. Uh, Death Note is on Netflix. I don't know if Dragon Ball Z is on either. And Dragon Ball Z are- is partially on Hulu. Uh, okay. The annoying thing that Hulu does is has uh, 
like sporadic seasons, but they also have incomplete seasons. I've never so seen I, I tried watching through Dragon Ball Z recently, and it started out season one, and I think I got like ten episodes in, and then suddenly it was like, season six, episode one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm completely they're, lost. They're, they're fighting is... Vegeta, and then the next episode, it's like the Cell Saga. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what, is, what is happening? <laughs> Gohan's like, I don't not a little kid this, anymore. Uh, this is not the order of events that uh, my childhood remembers, but maybe my memory's bad. <laughs> so know, there we go. You know what you, you were saying? Say? Yeah, I was just going to say what you were saying. I love Full Metal Alchemist, and you and me both think that's really good, but you and me have had this conversation, Matt, like we've got friends who are interested and maybe they've seen some anime a little better. They've seen some cartoons. They kind of like that stuff. Um, and they're like, okay, well if I'm going to introduce someone to anime, how do you do it? And like my first one is you show them full metal alchemist. The only problem with that is like, if you start at the top, everything else is a disappointment after that. Um, Yes, I agree. It's hard. It's, it's, it's really good. And it's, it's weird enough. It's got some of the more traditional, uh, tropes and stuff of, of anime, but not like some of the ones that most people like, it doesn't have the ones where people avoid anime because of, but it's still got some weird stuff that like, you can kind of ease somebody into like, yeah, this is just like some, some of these odd, um, story elements are just something you see in anime. It's just a unique storytelling kind of way. Yeah, different culture. It's good. So, yeah, I do have one I wanted to throw in there because Tommy made me think of it. All of the uh, Miyazaki movies, um, the Studio Ghibli, Ghibli stuff, is are amazing. And uh, what was the one you picked, Tommy, as your favorite? Uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away is amazing. I actually think Spirited Away won an Oscar, didn't it? It did. I, think so. it, I thought it did. It was. It uh, did. But... He, uh, if I remember correctly, though, he actually did not. Uh, travel and receive it in person as a oh. boycott for the uh, wars overseas. Ah, right. I do remember that. Yes, my favorite Miyazaki movie is one called Princess Mononoke, and I think it came out a couple years before um, Spirited Away. It was one of the yes. ones early before that, but it's one of my favorites. I just want to throw it in there. That used to be a favorite of mine, but my little sister, I love her to death, but she does these, like, she binges certain things to death. Um, and uh, Princess Mononoke, like, she she would watch it every day. And then, Why? That is not a... I well, I mean, do you do that? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, my, wife is on her, my wife's on her third watching of Moana since it just hit Netflix, so... I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't blame her. Like, everybody, you know, I, I imagine she processes it kind of like I process music. You know, I That's if I go true. buy a CD and I really like yeah. it, how often do we burn that CD out in our car for the first two weeks? That's so, true. I do get stuck people, on a song and play it over and over again. Some, some people yeah. are like that. I've noticed that, like, they'll just watch the same movie or television that they really like over and over again just to have it, like, in the room maybe they're not even like sitting down and watching i don't i don't consume like television and media like that like if i'm going to sit down and watch something i want to sit down and watch it i I don't want it just kind of there while i'm doing other things but some people do so i get that i do it with futurama honestly i have i can't tell how many times i've technically played through the entire series of futurama just so I can have something playing, fam- like something familiar voices that. that I recognize, something that I can like, if mm-hmm. I have five seconds, I can look up. I know where I'm at because I already know what's happened before. I enjoy it. It's still funny. Uh, I-, I will burn through some Futurama. I just started watching that. It's fun, though. 
I love it. They're great shows to binge. Speaking of binging, let's segue (laughs) into our favorite segment of What You Binge Watching. This segment is where we talk about what we've been spending our free time on, whether it's video games, our favorite television shows, or movies. So, Tommy, started us off with what have you been watching lately? Well, uh, if anyone has actually listened to the podcast, uh, it's very obvious what I've been binging. I've been binging <laughs> Death Note straight, and I will have the entire season slash series completed by tomorrow. I would like to. I would like you to forward your uh, overall review to me in the morning when you're done. <laughs> I will have Although it typed up with a. Although I do, I do. <laughs> Times New Romans. Uh, MLA, MLA format. format. Oh, MLA. Oh. Yes, I do. When you finish it, I do want to hear an overall thought because I do want to give it another shot. But I'm going to wait a little bit and see. I, I am going to watch it before the Netflix show comes out because I do want to watch that. So, see, part of me is halfway just wanting to watch the Netflix show when it comes out, but I don't know. Hmm. I think there's pros and cons to doing either or. It's the whole. It's the same argument of do you watch the original trilogy Star Wars or do you watch start with the prequels. There's a correct that's, answer, that's but really, that's really simple. <laughs> what are you? What have you been watching, Drew? Um, so actually, kind or of doing, in, kind of in preparation for this episode, I've been watching a lot of Gundam. Um, I watched within the last few days. I watched some of the eight. Like, there's so many of these Gundam series on Hulu now, which is wonderful. So I watched. Uh, bless my wife's heart too because she doesn't like that kind of stuff but she's been watching it with me but I watched the episode of the 8th MS team um, I watched the first episode of Gundam Wing and man the animation was rough right there. I mean it's just old that's all it is um, mm-hmm. been watching the second season of Double O um, they've got like a remastered version of Gundam Seed which I never saw but I've heard is really good it's pretty um, good here's my issue with anime in general um, I just I don't like reading subtitles i know that's lazy mm-hmm. like my wife's completely the opposite like she'll watch sailor moon and like she'll just she likes it in the japanese she's actually learned some japanese i think from watching so much of it um notice and, me senpai notice <laughs> me. <laughs> but uh but uh i i only like really like dub stuff so like that's my thing about attack on titan i think like do i think the first season's dubbed or maybe it's all subbed and i just haven't found it. I don't know. I haven't got to watch that yet, even though so many people who don't even like anime have told me it's great. So, but for me, it's just lots of Gundam right now. So that's what I've been watching a lot, and it's uh, it just reminds me how good and how terrible it is at the same time. Like there are certain moments that I'm like, this is so cool, and then I'm like, wait, you guys are tr- there's so many holes in the plot. Like you're trying to end global con- conflict with armed More interventions. Items. This is like really ironic. Do you you do realize Oh no, you don't realize that. Okay. Go go fight in your giant bubble suit. Go. Go. So nice. Well, I've been playing a lot of because of the um Steam Summer Sale, which this is my first Steam Summer Sale. I bought a bunch of games and I've been playing a lot, so playing a lot of uh I played a lot of Super Hot, which is so fun. It's a game where if time only moves when you move, so like it's you you feel like you're in the matrix. It's cool. Um, and I've also been playing a lot of Rocket League. Um, outside of that, I've just almost finished watching through Archer again. It's just so fun. It's so funny and easy to to um, get through a few seasons here or there because the episodes are so short. So that's mostly what I've been spending my time on. I really, when I finish Archer, I want to start watching Rick and Morty again because they've announced so that good. season three is coming out July 30th. Finally. Finally. Oh. We've only been waiting, guys. 
<laughs> I feel like that should have been like it's another the first another show I've not seen yet. Dude, that it's show. Great. It's show. great. That show. Just if if just go watch Rick and Morty. I'm not even gonna explain. Just go watch Rick and Morty. So yeah, we're just building well, that's up this whole not uh, watching that anime thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Yes, uh, real quickly because uh, my wife has actually been sitting in on this episode. She wants me real quickly. Well, she didn't ask uh, me Rebecca. to do this, but I'm going to do this. Uh, sh- she has listed out her three favorite animes. Ooh, so I'm yes. going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to put these do. out for the world. Uh, Fruits Basket, uh, which is, is a delightful. It's a delightful. I actually have to admit, I, I did enjoy this one. I watched. Uh, <laughs> Now I I can't even, I don't think I can explain the plot line uh, well. It's essentially these these kids who turn into, um, uh, no, what what is your, the stars, you have signs and you're an animal. Oh, like uh, your uh, astrology, it's not astrology, but um, cosmetology, uh, maybe. (laughs) Cosmetology. You can tell that uh, none of us anyways, actually. Let's make a So, so anyways, <laughs> there, group, like it's a it's a group of young individuals who can turn into animals essentially, um, and just kind of their social interactions in high school is really the best way that I could put it. Um, and then her other yeah. two are Howl's Moving Castle and oh, uh, great one. My Neighbor Totoro. Hey, zodiac ah, signs. So, That's what you're talking so, about. Thank you, zodiac yeah. signs. Thank you, Google. Yeah. So she picked two. Uh, other Miyazaki movies, great. Both of them are, are fantastic. Yes. I can um, sum up my wife's favorite anime very simply. It's Sailor Moon. Just Sailor Moon. All the Sailor Moon all day long. Well, fun. I good. Tell tell your wife that we we definitely appreciated that, and I might check out this Fruit Baskets. Although I'm looking at it, and I have to say, it looks like one of the bad animes. From no, actually, I I gotta but give it. I believe credit. you. I thought I'll the same thing. Shot. I thought it would be too. It actually is really fun. I mean, don't expect like, do not expect mind blowing story. But if you just want like a good, light hearted something that you can just like have fun, enjoy, and have a relaxing half an hour, Fruits Basket. All right. Okay. Is it, why is it called that. Fruits Basket? Is there a reason, or is that just a there weird translation? A Do not ask me what it is. Okay, There's probably it's probably a translation thing. It probably that's is. one weird thing about animation. So there you go. There's our anime episode. We enjoy some anime, and there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of bad stuff out there. But go by our list, and you'll probably enjoy them. And if you don't enjoy them, you probably won't enjoy other anime. So that's it for our episode. Episode six is done. Uh, We'll see you next week, and thanks for joining us. This is the Valkyrie Cast. Signing off.